You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KCCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is, well, it's good afternoon now. Wow, it's already one o'clock. The day's flown by. I couldn't. Believe, I can't believe it's my showtime. How are you doing today, Dick? Doing good. Doing, doing good. good. Well, yeah. welcome everybody. Good afternoon. This is Jake from Sports Talk here on Lone Star Community Radio, 104.5, 106.1, and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Well, I, I am glad to say, and I don't think I've I've ever said this before in my life. I'm glad to say that the NBA is in existence right now because we are in the notorious dog days of summer where it's you know usually nothing but boring baseball constantly, and the NBA offseason has just provided us with with the Rumpelstiltskin uh, situation where it's just taken crap and spun it into gold, and it's been awesome, 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 awesome. It's been a, a fast-paced start to. Not even start. Start to the offseason, but the free agency period hasn't even opened up yet. It doesn't open up until uh, the first this weekend. So, uh, But you're already seeing a lot of wheeling and dealing going on. And we'll get into that and everything. Uh, today we do have a special guest uh, in with us. It's the intern here at the uh, station. Jaden, I don't want to butcher your last name. Jaden Camstro. Camstrom? Camstro. 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 Yeah, I'm going to butcher that. Yeah. <laughs> Jaden sounds good. Uh, yeah, Jaden, how you doing today, man? Good, good. How do you do? How, tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, I'm a pretty normal teenager. I'm at home a lot, interning, have a summer job, work at a gym, front desk. What high school you go to? Uh, I go to John Cooper School, small private school. Small private school? Oh, you, are you one of those rich boys? Unfortunately, I'm under that <laughs> scope, yeah. My, my parents, you know, they didn't, they didn't send me to private school. I wish, <laughs> I wish I had that kind of money, but... No, 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 I'm just kidding with you. Uh, I mean, well, don't we all? I, I mean, well, is that really fair to say? Exactly. Well, Quit well, picking wait. on the intern. Wait, you, you're, well, you know, yeah, did yeah, you go yeah, to North private school? I didn't even go to school. Oh, yeah, you were just too smart. I didn't even have parents. Yo. <laughs> all just, right. You were that, born. That's That suits you. <laughs> I was 30 years old when I was born. That's... <laughs> Carried down by angels. <laughs> you are listening to Jake from Sports Talk here. Guys, get involved with the show. Let me know what you uh, what you think about our topics. Let Hop in on the conversations at Facebook with Jake from Sports Talk, or like Dick said, email me, and I know I haven't changed the email yet. We're getting around to it. Uh, but email me at Jake Lafleur or Jacob Lafleur 1993 at gmail.com. Let me know what you think. Often tell me I'm an idiot or tell me you agree. So, and that's why we got Jaden in here today. I'm going to find out what the uh, difference in five years makes in <laughs> sports opinions. So, uh, looking at the last week, week in a flash here, um, basically, not a whole lot going on outside of the NBA realm, uh, baseball-wise. College World Series just happened, just uh, wrapped up the finals. Uh, Florida Gators swept the Tigers of LSU, and I've still got my purple on today, even though my Tigers lost. But I'm I'm still a diehard fan. Um, they won Game One, four to three uh, Monday night, and six one last night. Uh, Gators finally win their first NCAA championship within the uh, College World Series within the baseball realm. So um, did you know that they have the second most NCAA championship wins in uh, all sports, all sports. So baseball, basketball, chess, 
all the way down to fencing and all the sports that you wouldn't even think mattered. Uh, men's and women's side, they've won 16 uh, since 2010. So in the last seven years, they won 16 national championships as a school and 39 overall, which, I mean, if you really look at it, it's not that much in comparison to uh, NC, or, um, UCLA and uh, what's the other one? Uh, USC's up there. Oh, Stanford. Stanford, that's mm-hmm. what it is. All the California schools. Is uh, chess really official? Is it an official oh, yes. sport? Oh, yes. I, I, and like fencing and stuff? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Stanford and UCLA are the ones that are tied, and they're tied with like 114 national yeah, championships. UCLA over. won like 10 basketball in a row in the 60s. Well, yeah, and it's just unfair that, you know, all the rich, cool kids go there, and, <laughs> and they can afford to bring in and pay athletes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Now, um, this upcoming weekend, actually, uh, yeah, so not the past weekend, but this upcoming weekend, the Battle of Brisbane is going on. It's Jeff Horn versus Manny Pacquiao, July 1st at 9 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. The, the interesting fact about that is that it's on ESPN. Yeah. And they're bringing boxing back to, or attempting to bring it back to cable television. This isn't their first attempt. They've done it before uh, within recent past. But um, I think this is going to be their biggest fight as far as just having the name Manny Pacquiao in there. Have you ever watched a Pacquiao fight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always like, like you know those sites that you just get it wherever like someone's streaming it. Because pay-per-view is like, what, $100 now? Yeah. That's up there. So are but, you part of that youth that just, you know, goes and yeah, refuses yeah. Search, to pay? Yeah, search online somewhere. You'll find it. I- illegally downloading yeah. stuff. Uh, Dick's over there shaking his head as he was talking earlier about hacking into, you know, laptops and tablets and well, I, I feel like the pay-per-view is more of encouraging people to get together. Because, I mean, especially yeah. for boxing, I don't know anyone that would pay $100 to watch it by themselves. So no. everyone I know who's going to watch it is either going to go to a venue to watch it or yeah, yeah. they get together and watch it. Well, yeah, you make it into a spectacle. Yeah. I, I don't want to go to a bar and watch it, though, because if that fight lasts 10 minutes, you know how— you know how mad everybody's going to be in that place, and, yeah. and then you got to deal with a massive crowd. And I'd rather be at home barbecuing with friends. And well, stuff. that's what I'm saying. I think that's yeah. why they they know they can charge a hundred dollars. I mean, it's kind of like the W was it WWF back in the day would charge a hundred dollars yeah. for WrestleMania. I mean, yeah. they know people are going to get together. Or, so. or you can be 17 and just you know illegally <laughs> download it off the internet and yeah, watch but you it wouldn't as, you wouldn't get together with your friends and illegally watch it. I mean. You could just broadcast it on some big monitor, but no. Like, yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, when people get together, like, oh, why don't we just all pitch in five bucks and watch a good, decent stream? We don't get knocked out. We don't have we don't have the, the Russian guy getting yelled at by his mom during the stream because <laughs> that's definitely happened. So Well, well so, yeah. Because uh, I used to watch streams all the time because of soccer. But, now, mm. so you don't have to pay for this one. This one's free. ESPN's hosting this one. I mean, do you think that's going to really help the era of, of – or the next era, a wave of boxing? Uh well yes and no I think the hundred dollars adds to the 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 purpose of the fight the incentive yeah. uh, or the not the incentive but the excitement of watching it right because you're well we spoke about earlier was this the the trash talking the build up yeah. and then afterwards it I mean that's the whole idea of this McGregor thing and that's one thing I can't wrap my head around because these two folks aren't the best or one's the best of the best and one's I guess the best of the best of another completely different yeah. sport. So kind it's kind of kinda like, why are they fighting together if they're not fighting to be the best? Because that's not a fair judgment between McGregor and, and Mayweather. McGregor just wants a payday. That's, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it may, it oh, makes no sense one. to me. Yeah. Oh, he'll get one. I, yeah, oh, he'll I get his payday. But I meant, I meant like, as, 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 like, if I was a huge boxing fan, I wouldn't care about that fight. 
if I was a huge MMA fan, I wouldn't care about that fight because it's not you're not watching MMA, you're watching yeah. boxing. And then, I mean, as a spectacle person, I'll watch it because it's something to do. It's something to do. It's something to do and it's something fun to do. But that, that spectacle idea, we'll get back into that here in a little bit later in the show. Yeah. We're going to talk uh, Serena Williams and John McEnroe and the uh, spectacle that would be watching Serena Williams play in the men's circuit. So we'll, we'll dive a little more into that and, and what McEnroe actually said. But um, And then you got what what else is going on this past week. You've got the NBA, which has been just nonstop, beautiful, beautiful content. Sports Turned content. upside down, the whole league. I know, right? With I mean, you got draft, and, and like we said, the free agency period doesn't start until the first, and yet, you know, here we are. We've got trades in the works. We've got contracts already being basically signed. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, in the last week, we've had uh, basically we've had what? Um, Chris Paul has now been uh, talked Today, about yeah. yep, this morning. We had Phil Jackson fired this morning. And we've got Paul George rejecting a Lakers offer, which is interesting. Mm -hmm. And about six or seven teams saying that they're extremely interested. And I really only think that there's probably two or three that are actually in contention for getting them. And then we've got um, Carmelo and where Carmelo is going to end up. And that'll be really interesting. But I got to say, I think we've started a new trend here, Dick, with uh, Jake from Sports Talk. It's the khaki curse. I think I've created the khaki curse. I need to stop bragging about certain baseball teams doing well. I've bragged uh, two weeks ago, very first show, I bragged about the Yankees playing just out of their minds this year. And from that Wednesday to the following Wednesday, they went on a seven-game losing streak. Then last week, I talked about that, and, I, and then I went on and talked about how the Rockies have performed just out of this world this year, way above expectations, and... They are now on a seven-game losing streak. So, I'm sorry, Houston fans. I really am, but I've got to brag about the Astros because there's nobody else really to brag about. Uh, we all Dod know who to blame. We they, all know who to blame. That's right, the khaki curse. But the Do the Dodgers have played well mm -hmm. this year too. And and you were telling me uh, that they're head of what now? The NOS. They're leading the NOS. But I mean, it's really up for grabs between the D-backs. The Rockies and the Dodgers. Yeah, it's it's what a game and a half difference between yeah. the three of them. So it, it'll go down. Probably and then the, the, the Astros are um, for best record in the entire MLB. They're only a half game up on the Dodgers right now. But the Astros, I mean, from the start of the season to where we're at now, you've seen you, that's the most consistent play. Mm -hmm. From start of the yeah. season to where we are now, um, a week and a half out of the All-Star break, which, man, I can't believe yeah. we're about to hit July. That's crazy. Where the heck did the year go? But, but yeah, so you've had Dodgers. You've had... Rockies and you've had the uh, Yankees just go on streaks like no other mm -hmm. and and have kept themselves in the race. I mean, the Yankees are still only a game out of the AL East uh, yeah. behind the Red Sox up there. So, you know, the the point is is that the Astros I think are truly the best team in the entire MLB. What you were saying, the power rankings. Who whose power rankings? Um, I think it was just MLB.com's. The Dodgers are up top right now, but the Astros are still second. Well, yeah. So, and how does that work? I mean, the power rankings. They they are they based off of last week's performance yeah. last month. It's last pretty. Week? It's pretty temporary. It's yeah, like it weekly. Okay. So yeah, I mean, according to MLB, the power rankings for um, for the Dodgers is is the highest right now. But I think if you were to look at the entire year's performance. 
Um, I mean, even with with injuries too, the Astros have faced injuries, yeah. and, and we have no rotation. <laughs> yeah, literally no consistent rotation at least, and yet here we are with the best record in the MLB, and I think that's just due to the young players, just, yeah, just incredibly on fire. So, all right, well, stick around when we come back here on Jake from Sports Talk. We're going to get into the NBA talk. We're going to talk Paul George, Chris Paul, Rockets, and the draft. Free agency coming up. We're going to talk it all, and we'll get a little bit into Phil Jackson a little later in the show. So stick around here on Lone Star Community Radio, 104.5, 106.1, and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Get there on Facebook and follow me, Jake from Sports Talk. All right, guys, we'll be right back with NBA Talk. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That's Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on the computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. A Lone Star Community Radio. Broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. Jaden, what do you think of this song? What do you like? Do you like the music? I didn't hear it. Oh, well, now I hear it. Yeah, I do like the Okay, because this... You know, Richard Dick is giving me, you know, hell about this song. Since you can keep talking about how much you like it. It's not going to change. I'm just kidding. If you don't remember, I said it's all right. Well, I mean, I want it's more good for than the song. Right. I want more. It's good. It's good for the show. Yeah, it's good for the show. The show you are listening to is Jake from Sports Talk here on Lone Star Community Radio, 104.5, 106.7, 106one Sorry, 106.1, and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Glad to have you guys in. I was uh, saying right before the break, we're, we're going to talk a little bit of NBA talk. And come on, come join me at uh, Facebook. Send me an email, JacobLafleur1993 at gmail.com. We're going to get a simpler email, I promise. But come and join the talk. Let me know if you think the Chris Paul trade to the Rockets is a good idea for the Rockets or a bad idea. Uh, let me know what you think because, you know, I've got an opinion. We're going to get into it here, you know, really quick right now. But first, I want to start with Paul George. So Paul George, front runners right now to pick him up for basically a one-year lease is the Cavaliers, the Spurs, the Celtics, Portland, and Timberwolves. So Timberwolves, I don't really think have a shot to get him. I don't think Paul George is going to go play there for yeah. a year. Um, Portland Timbers, uh, I don't think so either. No way. And then I think your only real logical... Uh, oh, I, I've left the Rockets out of that. Sorry, Rockets. I think your only real logical landing spots are Cavaliers, Celtics, Spurs, Rockets. Those four teams, I think, are the only teams that Paul George would actually go play for for a year because those are the only teams that can, quote-unquote, win a championship yeah. next year. And not realistically, right? Because, I, well, I don't know. You tell me. If the Rockets, so with, with knowing that the Rockets are getting Chris Paul, do you think the— do you think the Chris Paul addition alone is enough to make them good enough to compete with Golden State? And if not, or if yes, do you think the addition of Chris Paul and Paul George is what they need to be better than the Warriors? Um, I mean, just Chris Paul alone. I mean, we'd give them a run for their money, but eventually, especially in like a seven-game series, no. I, I don't think you can 
beat the Warriors because they'll just outscore everyone. And I mean, that's what we had because I mean, we lost to the Spurs. So I thought this year we had a good chance because we had the chance to just outscore them because our defense, I mean, wasn't there. All we were was just offense. Well, yeah. And so, I mean, Chris Paul is the, uh, I, I would say, pass first defense guy. Yeah. And, and, and that's great. So you're getting the, mm-hmm. the plus on the defense, on the defensive side. Paul George is a better defender than, say, uh, Patrick Beverly. But, you know, you're, you're, you're losing some offense. I mean, they're giving up. Uh, well, who, are they, who are they trading away uh, from? Sam Decker, Lou Williams, and uh, Patrick Beverly. Patrick, Patrick Beverly. So you're losing a lot of your three-point threats, too, mm-hmm. there. And, I mean, Paul George can shoot the three, but Chris Paul isn't known for his three-point shooter. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, what, what's the plus? If you bring in those two and you're losing these three, you know, what's the pl- – and then who they – you know, and whoever else are going to have to give up to get Paul George – you know, where's where's your benefit? I mean, are you going to try to beat the Warriors solely on these three individuals? Um, the plus, I think, well, with Chris Paul, he's played, he plays the Warriors, what, eight times a year? Because they're in yeah. the West. They're in the West division. So he's has the experience against Steph, who obviously he would only guard Steph. And then Paul George was there. That's, that's who we got on Kevin Durant. And, I mean, other than that, just score, score, score. Because well, I think I, the Western Conference— you don't need defense. Well, at so this point. I, you know, you don't. You don't. <laughs> but the three pointer is a huge, a huge mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. And so you. That's got... the that's the thing about like Lou Williams. He was quick scoring. I mean, we still have Eric Gordon, which is six man of the year. You know. Yeah. That's good. But Lou Will, he was quick offense. He could shoot with like any amount of defense in his face, and that's well, that's the thing that worries me. Depth a little bit. Well, yeah. So that's so that's what I was trying to say is who, who's going to be your depth because who's going to be your starting five right now? If you were to bring in Paul George, you'd have Paul George, Chris Paul. Um, James, James, and uh, Clint Capella and Ryan Anderson. If Anderson stays, if Anderson stays, but they're gonna have to get Paul George. Yeah, that's gonna be which, Ariza will be probably in yeah, that deal. Yeah, Trevor's probably gone. It would be gone. a big knock. Well, that's what I'm saying. So then, depth wise, we're gonna be hurting. I think but, the biggest benefit is is that you're gonna have Chris Paul at point guard and not Harden, mm-hmm. because not not to take anything away from Harden. Harden's a great yeah. driver to the basket, and he's great. You know, should have been MVP probably. <laughs> well, okay, so we'll talk about yeah. that. We're gonna, we're going to get into that too. But uh, but I think Harden has a cha- has a tendency of getting a little too selfish at times, mm-hmm. and so I think Chris Paul is going to get more of the offense involved the entire game rather than letting Harden just try to peer dominate in the at the end of games. I think it was the uh, it was either the game five or game four <laughs> where the Rockets just broke down and. Because Harden, he had to control the ball, and yeah. I mean, they weren't running anything. It no. was just ISO, turn the ball over, lose lose the lead, and lose the game. Yeah, and then and lose the series eventually. And so. that's terrible. And then, well, then game six, I mean, mm. Harden, yeah, we're not even going to go there. Yeah. So, wait, do you really think Harden should have been the MVP? Yeah. Are you are you upset that... that um, I mean, Russell Westbrook averaging a triple-double, that's pretty obvious. I think it was the obvious choice, but the trend, especially with Steph, like Steph being unanimous last year... I think it was garbage, but they're obviously going off wins, the writers, because they went 73 and 9. So wins were important. And well, but if they're going off wins, then Harden should have won. Exactly. That's but but the if they're I'm going making. off wins, then Kawhi should have won. Yeah. Really, true. if you look at it that way. But that was playoffs because, oh, well, they were well, second in the West, right? Yeah, they, yeah. They, Never mind. They were, that's true. They had more wins than the Rockets. But I, I, in all honesty, I, I think they got it right. I, the last time somebody averaged a triple double in an NBA season, they didn't win the MVP. Yeah. That's that's true. I mean, <laughs> the thing is value. Like, if the Thunder don't have Russell Westbrook, obviously they're 
bottom of the West. So I think the the value of Russell Westbrook is pretty big. Well, yeah, okay. So, but without Harden, do you think Rockets are good enough to make an eight seed? Mm. I I don't think so. Yeah, but I mean, that's that's not bottom bottom. The Thunder no, would no, be no, nothing. No, that, that's true. That's true. So. <laughs> That's that's another point to why I think Westbrook should have it, won. It was close, and I, I knew it was probably going to be Russell Westbrook. I have a bias, obviously. That's why I think yeah, the game Yeah, so you're a Houston fan yeah. through and through? Yeah. Astros as well, I take mm-hmm. it. Uh, well, okay, so transitioning now on over to uh, NBA draft talk. Um, what did you make of the whole Celtics move to get rid of or to trade out of one and take what they got from the Sixers, mm-hmm. and what do you think – about the Sixers doing with what they did, or you know, getting, well, um, getting uh, our uh, what's his name, uh, Markel Fultz. Yeah, I mean, right now the Sixers they have all the cap space in the world. I mean, if they had any attraction, they could get whatever free agent they wanted to. But um, I mean, they're they com- they're completely gutted at this point. They're just going for young run and gun, you know, just young up and coming talent. They're going for straight potential. But, I mean, Boston, I don't know. That, that, that's a tough spot to be in for Boston because, I mean, they're they're good, but they're not Cleveland good. You know, that's the whole goal. Well, yeah, and so then it will back over the Sixers. So they they draft Markel, and, mm-hmm. and now they're adding Markel, and they're essentially building their, yeah. I don't want to say, you know, elite four because they're, they're all, it's more of a young four. A young four with Markel, Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, and uh, Dario. Do you think with those four that they can actually compete this year with the Cavaliers or the Celtics? Do you think they make a playoff spot? Oh, it's possible for a playoff spot. Yeah, I think yeah. it's possible. So I, I think I, I mean I'm thinking they're going to take probably this, a seven seed max. Yeah. Max. I mean, and that's if I they agree with that. if they have a great stellar season, mm-hmm. I would say that's. Max. And I mean, that's a pretty good chance that their inexperience could go against them, and they just don't make playoffs. Well, and the, I mean, you look at Simmons and Embiid, the health. Yeah, those two. Ben Simmons hasn't like played. No, a game. Ben Simmons hasn't played a game, and so we don't know what he truly is going to be. I mean, we can speculate, right? Yeah. He could on... be some like Aaron Judge and just like <laughs> take storm, or he could be. Um, I don't even. Um, uh, I don't even. Nick, I can't think of a terrible <laughs> example of somebody with so much hype and then coming in and, and bombing. But Ben Simmons is an LSU boy, so he wouldn't mm-hmm. bomb, right? You know, the last true NBA player out of there we had was uh, Shaq. So mm-hmm. woo, you know, he'll, he'll do good. I, I'm sure of that. Uh, and then you so then you got uh, Lonzo Ball mm. going to you know Lakers Daddy Ball all excited. Yeah. Did you see that WWE thing? Oh yes. Gosh. Oh that was that was too funny. Did you see their uh, Adidas commercial? No, I didn't. No, oh, with the Father's Day one. Oh yes. Uh, I don't know if Dick can pull up that quick enough, but I will. Uh, maybe when we come back, we can we can play the uh, the clip. Yeah, the Father's Day uh, commercial for Adidas. It's uh, it's quite funny. Ball did a uh, Lonzo Ball did a great job there. Um, what do you think he's going to be like? Do you n- think I, I, he'll be good? He'll be. I, I don't think he's going to be anything stellar. They won't make the playoffs. But they're not going to make the playoffs. Yeah. They're way too far. Yeah. Um, if Paul George signed, yeah, I well, think yeah, but I, I, but the like I said, he already turned down an offer from the mm-hmm. Lakers. Yeah, and he, he Lavar's not happy about that. No, and he's not. <laughs> but I, I think, um, I think uh, it's actually smart that. Or not smart. I think it's fortunate for the Lakers that he did turn it down because mm-hmm. I think ultimately he will end up there after or for the what 2019 season. Um, I think that where uh, Magic is is doing the right thing and kind of freeing up quite a bit of cap space, mm-hmm. I think he's going to get LeBron. Yeah, no, that's 
that's what I've been hearing. Like, I, I know my brother's saying that he's almost positive that he's going to go well, in 2019. And, and, and I know that everybody's going to be pursuing LeBron next yeah. year. But I really think— I think he's going to stay in Cleveland. I think you think that's, he's going to yeah. stay in Cleveland? Why, why? Why would you stay I in don't Cleveland? know why. I mean, it, with that front office and that, that, that hectic management yeah, that system— Yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that. But still, like— would he leave again? Would Would Cleveland take it well? I don't why, know. Why Why does he have to stay? That's true. I don't know. He he, won, he won them a championship. He, he could win more. He could win more, but yeah. They need that. They need one more. He's, if they get that Paul George, I think they can. They can win he, again. If Paul George comes this year, I mean that kind of makes oh, the NBA but, boring again because this right now well, it's just it's, Warriors. It's gonna cash. be it's gonna be boring yeah. for the next three four years yeah. or, or uh, you know wherever LeBron KD really screwed the NBA over this entertainment wise you know yeah I, I, I mean if you look but LeBron for the NBA's perspective you want him to stay in the West mm -hmm. or in the, or in the, the East. East yeah the East, East. you don't want you him don't want it to be West dominated no because then you're gonna have no I mean I mean you've already got the Spurs out there you've already got the Rockets out there. And you've got Golden State, obviously. So you don't want to add another power team mm -hmm. to the West, the West Coast, and and then leave this because at that dump point it's garbage. just who wins the West, and they'll win the finals. And that's yeah. And so then it becomes the NBA championship is just the the West Finals. Mm -hmm. So, Dick, how are we doing on time over there? I, I'm rambling on. Okay, I got I got a few more times. We'll go on to the next topic then. Um, I did want to talk about. Uh, Jackson getting drafted by the Celtics. Average 16.3 points and 7.4 rebounds last year at Kansas. Um, I think he provides a lot of... He's athletic. Athletic, I was yeah. going to say, a lot of athleticism for the Celtics. But I don't really see it being an, a... Oh, it's not franchise shifting or anything. Yeah, or an outstanding... Yeah. I mean, what, so He what could you, develop into something really special, but, I mean, as we know now, it's... Super teams, you know, he got, he's got to be on one so, to win one. So, what do you think they do with Isaac, or sorry, Isaiah? No, Isaiah. Um, I have no idea. You know, <laughs> I'm glad I'm not in the management. Well, yeah, right. Well, what would you do? I mean, are you, are you going to try to give him? I mean, you think that Indiana would take him for Paul George? Uh, he's he's not a franchise no. guy, but he's a great piece. Like he's a great secondary piece. If Paul George were to come to the Celtics, that'd be good. That'd be a good he, little— He's literally a leprechaun out there on the yeah. court playing. I mean, he's— He somehow gets it there, though. He gets so it tiny. to the basket. I, I'm not saying that he's not a good player. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I like him as—I'm a Celtics fan. I like him as, as, a, as a player, but you, you, can't, you can't build your team around him. Yeah, and that's the I problem. agree with that. And, the, and Celtics have tried to make him this, this centerpiece. centerpiece, this cornerstone piece for this franchise, and— at best, he's a, a six man. I I yeah. really think so. We'll see. Um, we'll see how they play it off. I'll be curious to see what they're willing to give up to get Paul George. Mm -hmm. What the Rockets are going to give up to It'll get Paul George, and I think we all know what the Spurs are going to give up. Yeah. So mm -hmm. you know, I there. Well, I'll be curious. And then if love, if it's an even love for George trade mm -hmm. in Indiana. So we'll see. But, all right, guys, stick around. We're going to come back. We're going to talk the Phil Jackson nonsense circus that the uh, the New York Knicks have been for the last, oh, I don't know, what, 16, 17 years now. But you are listening to Jake from Sports Talk here on Lone Star Community Radio, 104.5, 106.1, worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Get in there. Get in on uh, Facebook. Let me know what you think at uh, Jake from Sports Talk. And uh, we'll be right back with some Phil Jackson talk.
A Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station at IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. I told you it's good. It get get you dancing. Get you going. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your goofy, crazy, wild, fun, entertaining host, Jake, from Sports Talk here on Lone Star Community Radio, 104.5, 106.1, and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Guys, you can listen to me anywhere and everywhere. All the time. If you missed my first two shows from week one and two, go follow me on YouTube, Jake from Sports Talk. Go follow me on Facebook, Jake from Sports Talk. iTunes, Google Play. Go listen to the the podcast versions of it. Um, If you're in the greater Montgomery County, Conroe area, look for me on on our city TV. um, The video version, the the television version of this will be aired uh, every Friday from uh, at 7 p.m. 7 p.m. here locally on uh, our city TV in the greater Montgomery County area. So if you are a fan, if you want to see my beautiful face, see what this sexy voice sounds like or looks like, I guess, not sounds like, looks like. So you can, uh, yeah, you can watch me on our city TV. Or if you live outside of Montgomery County, YouTube, go to YouTube. Jake from Sports Talk, follow me, guys. Get in, get involved. I want to hear what you, uh, what you think, what you want to talk about. Let me know if you uh, if you think that Phil Jackson is just a greedy, greedy old man. We're gonna get some NBA talking. We do have a, a guest in today, a, a, you know, co-host, I guess, for the day, um, Mr. Jaden. We <laughs> we're, we're not going to worry about the last name anymore, Jaden. I didn't want to butcher it again. Phil Jackson, old greedy man or innocent bystander that needs a walker. If I was him, I would just. Look at my rings that Kobe and Shaq got me and would have stayed out of New York. So <laughs> all I would have done. He's got 11 rings. Yeah. Where, where do you think he wears the 11th? He's only pinky got toe. Pinky toe? Yeah. You, you think his pinky toe is big enough? <laughs> I was thinking somewhere else, but, you know, we won't go there. So, I, I, I mean, it's ridiculous. I, I read a report today. So over the past, he's been there in New York for three years. He made $60 million over a three-year span. He averaged out making $50,000 a day. Fifty thousand. What would you do with fifty thousand dollars a day? Um, I'd go buy Italy. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. <laughs> I would literally buy Italy. Oh, that's ridiculous. So he's out. James Dolan. They had a mutual parting, but we all know what that really means. Yeah. James Dolan kicked him to the curb. Um, I, I, what's next for New York? Who knows? <laughs> I mean, Who what, knows? what do they do to keep uh, keep? Um, I mean, Carmelo, what do they do to keep Porzingis happy? Because they've already said they're, they're open to trade talks for him. Um, do you think they still trade him? If I mean, he seems like he could make a decent centerpiece, possibly. I don't know if it's solidified yet, but I mean, in terms of Carmelo, he's probably on his way out. I kind of see him in a Clippers jersey for some reason. A Clippers jersey? Not You don't see him going with his bud to uh, Cleveland? No. I don't see him living it, in It's possible, though. I don't see him living in Ohio either. Yeah. I mean, it's just, yeah, no, that doesn't fit the, the mellow lifestyle. Uh, well, but uh, I guess all the reports are saying that 
you know, he doesn't want to leave the New York scene. He likes that mm-hmm. New York scene, and he doesn't necessarily want to go to L.A. and and live there. He likes New York. His wife likes New York. His family likes it. Well, Brooklyn's an option. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I don't think. Yeah, no way. No, there's not enough in, enough money in the world to get Melo to go there. But um, what about Boston? Do you think he goes a little bit down the ways and goes down to Boston? Um, I don't know. I feel like Melo's always been the type of guy who's taken off-court circumstances over championship goals, you know. I think he's one of those guys that just ends without a ring. You, you don't think he ever gets one? Unless he goes to Cleveland. Unless he goes to Cleveland, right? So That's his best chance. Paul George and Carmelo both go to Cleveland. And Cleveland gives up love in one of those two transactions. And so you've got... A lot of superstars. You've got uh, Paul George, Tristan Thompson, mm-hmm. LeBron, Carmelo, um, Kyrie. and Kyrie. Mm-hmm. That five playing there, do you think those five are good enough to beat the Warriors? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah. so too. I think I, that's, about, my I think that's about one of the few scenarios... Because Melo's still a great shooter. Oh, yeah. And, and no. his uh, assist All Melo would have to do, sit behind three-point line, let someone else drive, get open, make your shot. That's yeah, let, you let LeBron handle down mm-hmm. in, the, in the paint and let um, you know Kyrie and, and Carmelo sit there outside, and Paul George yeah. sit outside and just— Paul George can do almost as much as LeBron can do, too. So. Yeah, exactly. And so you can—those th- two are interchangeable, mm-hmm. you know, so— um, I think that I think that's the combo yeah. that LeBron needs, and I you know with Cleveland and the way that's been, you know this off season too with uh, getting rid of um, with Dan Gilbert getting rid of uh, David um, I forget his last name now the GM mm-hmm. yeah uh, getting rid of the GM there in Cleveland, I, 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 that's where I think the chaotic nature of that front office is going to end up hurting them, mm-hmm. and I think that's why they're not going to be able to bring in the Paul George and the Carmelos this, of this offseason. And I think that's ultimately why, you know, next year, at the end of next season, LeBron's gone. Mm. And do you think he's going to stay? So why I, do you think I don't he's know. Stay? I feel like I feel like when he said, I'm coming home, I, I, I felt like he would stay there. And I feel like he's okay with staying near Akron, you know? Because, I, I mean, he's... Before we know it, I mean, it's going to be the end of his career eventually. He's, he's, what, he's thir- approaching He's it. 32 now, right? Yeah. Him, him and Chris Paul are both 32. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't believe Chris Paul's 32. He looks like he's Good 100. draft class. <laughs> yeah, it was good draft class. It was. Uh, so back to the, I mean, so the chaotic front office of, of the Knicks, too. Mm. What, I, I mean, so they've got, what, uh, Mello's on the books for two more years, 54 million, I think. Yeah. 55, some something right around that. there. Um. How do they, even with, um, who did they just draft? What was the kid's name? Um, oh. It was, uh, it was some, wasn't it the French point guard? Yes. I forget his name, but it was like 11th pick. I'm not sure. But, um, yeah, no, the Knicks, that's just like, that's just a whole, yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> the, the Tinka, the, yeah, I can't pronounce it, whatever. Even with that kid, even with bringing him in, I don't think it's enough to make Melo stay. I don't think it's enough to um, even keep uh, Porzingis happy. I, I think I think he's had it, and yeah. he wants out. I kind of see him going to the Spurs as much as I don't want that to happen. Why? Well, I'm a Rockets fan, well, so I don't want to see but him. 
competitive sports. It's it's what the glory of sports is. The competitive. It's nature. okay if it's competitive between other teams, but as long as the Rockets are winning, the Rockets and Spurs, it can't be. Yeah. No. So, do you think there's a bigger rivalry there between Rockets and Spurs or Rockets and Mavs? I mean, I personally. think... Well, I mean, Mavs aren't even in competition right now, I mean, so I it know, is they're... definitely Spurs, especially after that series. But it's not like bad blood or anything, nah. you know. Nah. But I feel like, especially with like the Mavs, I think it was a couple of years ago when, where we had Dwight. Um, there was some bad blood, especially him and Tyson Chandler. Yeah. They're they going at it, you know. And I mean, any any cross-state rival, it, it's already a rival. Like Astros, Rangers too, you know. Well, so this past weekend, and Dick can chime in here on this, uh, how, what, what was the final of the Dynamo um, Dallas FC? Uh, it was 1-1, and it was a sold-out game. Yeah, I, didn't they fight? I saw there was a little fight there at the game or something. No, nothing. I mean, there was... Nothing crazy, but yeah. there's a scuffle. A little scuffle, scuffle. That usually happens. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so what I was talking to Dick about last week is I think they need to create the interstate rivalry more heavy and, and not to exclude San Antonio, but the San Antonio, San Antonio only has the Spurs. Mm-hmm. I think it needs to be like a 45 sort of like just all out clash constantly. And you, you well, Astros Rangers, like that's, that's a, that. Yeah, that's I like it whenever series. they play. Yeah. That's a fun series. And so are the, uh, the Dynamo and the uh, Dallas FC. They've got something that they fight for. Mm-hmm. What what do the soccer teams fight for? Uh, it's a cannon. A cannon. Yeah. Okay. And then you've got the golden boot with the Astros Rangers. Or, or, yeah, Astros and Rangers. But you got nothing with the Texans and the yeah. Cowboys. Well, I mean, we've seen them like what once in a regular season game in the past like ten years. Yeah. I feel like and that, that's, that's just that AFC NFC thing. You well, know. Uh, okay. The and you're telling me the NFL can't coordinate yeah, that? Uh, I don't know. I w- I wish. I would love to see. I mean, that. I swear the Giants play the that Packers the, every year. Yeah, that would be the biggest tailgate wherever they are. Well, yeah, and Dallas, that's what I'm saying. Houston. You would create so much business yeah. up and down 45 if yeah. you created that rivalry and There's some traffic. Well, I don't mind the traffic. I would go. It'd be awesome. I, I mean, yeah. you know how many Texans fans would love to go? Oh, yeah. And I, you know, same with the Cowboys fans. They'd yeah. come down here, too. And we would fill Jerry World in, in red, and, and they'd come down and fill, you know, tech, uh, what is it now? Energy. Energy. Yeah, it's not Reliant anymore. Energy Stadium with uh, with blue. And so it's, I, I think the money that would come along, and then the Mavs and the Rockets, and you could even throw in the Spurs there, and, and I don't know, do a round robin sort of thing. Yeah. But I mean, there's that whole, like, Teams from outside of Texas, the Texas Triangle for the NBA. Yeah, like that—that's a pretty big spot in every team's schedule. And it would be—I think it would be a ton of fun to create like a once a year, you know, sort of trophy that we just pass back and forth between the cities. You know, should well, be a neutral spot too, in like El Paso or something. El <laughs> just Paso. make it new, to make it neutral, and everyone just to make it a little more dangerous along the Mexican border. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's also, it gets the city involved, too, is the Dynamo put up posters, billboards, talking trash. Yeah. Mm. And it's just kind of one of those deals where people get, they see that, and they, they see, Ugh. yeah, like, let's go see a game. Yeah. Let's go see how this goes. Let's hopefully there's a scuffle. Hopefully and a scuffle. Or something like that. So, uh, but for the canon, just to clear it up, uh, it's for a series. Yeah. It's so, not, it's not, it's a not just game. one game. Yeah, it's a series of games. I think they set up, they set up a time, but it's a big deal to them. Well, I mean, I, I think that's really cool, though. I mean, I, th- I think that that sort of city pride. Well, I mean, I, I guarantee if you go on the Spurs message boards right now, they're really upset because you're getting that CP3 guy. Yeah. yeah. And apparently he was, might be going to the Spurs, so that's why they're upset. So. I wonder, I mean, I don't live in California, obviously, but I wonder if it's the same between all the 
like Kings. No, Clippers, I think Lakers. I think the only ones there that's really like that is the uh, Angels, Dodgers, mm, and yeah. and I. If you talk to a Dodgers fan, my my sister in law is a Dodgers fan. If you call them the L.A. Angels, mm-hmm. then they get mad. Oh, they get yeah. furious. And it's like, no, they're not. They're, Anaheim, they're not. They're Anaheim. the Anaheim Angels. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> uh, all right, whatever. Silly California people. Yeah. I, I hope she's listening right now. She's gonna yell <laughs> at me. Um, all right, we're gonna go to our last break, and when we come back, uh, we're gonna talk a little humorous sort of side of a story and how ridiculously out of proportion something got blown up and um you know if if john McEnroe was really in the wrong uh, or not and uh, so yeah you're listening to lone star community radio 104.5 106.1 and worldwide on irlonestar.com i am jake the jake from sports talk here and yes stay tuned for john McEnroe talk Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your question. Get seen on TV or YouTube and heard on our podcast, FM, and internet radio. Sponsor your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. Getting everybody in the studio dancing. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jake from Sports Talk here on Lone Star Community Radio 104.5, 106.1, and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. I'm joined by our intern, Jaden. Glad to have him in, in the uh, on the studio today. This is his first week. It's nice to... We, we had a, a wonderful intern last week, too, and, and so she she did such a good job that, Jaden, you've got you got some big shoes to fill. Are you, are you prepared? I am prepared. I'm I'm ready for the challenge. So what do you want to do within the radio industry? I mean, is this, is, um, do you want to be a host? Do you want to be engineer? Do you want to be? Probably towards the engineering side. Yeah? yeah. You don't want to be behind the mic? Uh, it's all right. It's all I right. mean, sometimes probably. Like, this is fine. Yeah. <laughs> See, exactly. It's yeah. fun, right? You just don't have the big head yet. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And the more and more you do this, the more and more you love it. And you yeah. just, you know, you're like, yeah, I'm not going to be an engineer. <laughs> but Dick, Dick's so happy being, you know, an engineer, but he's also a show host hey, as well. Show this morning. Yeah, it was. He's a good host. I like him on the mornings with Lone Star, here at uh, Lone Star Community Radio. Hey guys, follow me. Get involved in the conversation. YouTube, Facebook, uh, on, uh, Google Play, you, uh, iTunes, all that. Jake from Sports Talk. Email me at jacoblafleur at gmail And yeah, we'll get get involved. Let me know what you think because we're gonna talk a little John McEnroe here. And so usually when we close out the show, we do a uh, you blew it sort of moment, uh, comical moment, things that happen in the sports world. And, you know, this specific situation, I guess, overall is not terribly funny, but there's a funny portion of it. And we're going to play the clip here in a minute. But uh, (laughs) John McEnroe is just spectacle. Yes. And it's what he is. (laughs) Still is one. And it's great. And I, I, I love that he is so uncensored and unfiltered in a world where... 
That's you know, what it's all about, censorship. Yeah, we get coaches and players that are, you know, monotone robots that, mm-hmm. you know, say exactly what they have to say because they don't want to upset anybody. They yeah. don't want to offend anybody. And I and I get it, but you know, sometimes you're gonna you're gonna offend somebody. Yeah. And and in all honesty, what he had said and what McEnroe was he was at a book signing for his new book and uh, he got asked by an NPR reporter, um, you know, his about his thoughts on Serena Williams saying that she um, was the greatest woman's tennis player to ever play the sport. And she, the, the NPR reporter asked her, you know, or asked, uh, asked him, why do you have to clarify it? Why do you have to make it, uh, make it, make her, her the best female tennis player to ever play? And, and McEnroe was like, well, are you kidding me? Like, if she played in the men's circuit, she'd be 700th in the world. And, uh, you know, I, a lot of people took offense to that, and I don't really understand why. Because in just honesty, honestly, it's it's what it is. And if you go look at Serena Williams, I don't know about seven hundredth though. She'd do pretty. She'd do oh, decently. Yeah. I think it was sort of the first number that popped <laughs> yeah. up on his head. I don't think it was anything that was meant to be rude or anything like that. But if you look at if you look at her resume, she's got the best resume out of any tennis player, male or female, to ever play the sport. And if you are judging it off of that, yes, she's mm-hmm. probably the most decorated and most successful tennis player in the world and whoever have played the game. And I'm sure McEnroe would agree with that. Yes. But and he's it, talking about skill here. Yeah, and he did. But if you but he said if you pair her up, if you put her in the men's circuit against Novak Djokovic, and even Serena said it herself, he would be, he would beat me six oh six oh if I played Novak Djokovic. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who don't know who Djokovic is, he's arguably one of the if the best, or if not, he's one of the top three mm-hmm. tennis players in the current men's circuit. But, um, you know, and I, I just, she understands. I don't think she probably would have taken it that way. And then McEnroe even followed up and later and said, yeah, I would be like 1,200th in the men's circuit if I tried to go out there and play right now. Mm-hmm. Serena could easily beat me. And so it, it just, I think the fact that, you know, it was, uh, quiet sports weekend, you know, because we hadn't had all the NBA excitement yet, and we hadn't had, uh, we, you know, we were fresh off the draft, and that sort of talk was there and done, and then you had you just nothing but quiet baseball talk all weekend long, and then McEnroe gave you this, you know, mm-hmm. gold, and so the the sports world, the the media world, yeah, even outside of the sports world, blew up on this and made this into a much larger deal than it needed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, you were saying the ESPN, some of the ESPN reporters like wanted him to report an apology or something, but why? Oh, well, yeah. So, so no, it's actually um, here on the Good Morning America on CBS. Mm, they, that's right. They uh, they asked him. Um, yeah. They, well, just listen. This is this is the funny portion of this. Why was it necessary for you to say uh, that anybody, Torino, uh, couldn't beat the 700th player you, on the mid circuit? As you know well enough, Charlie, I respect Serena very much so, okay? And I was simply calling her on an NPR, which supposedly you're supposed to, you know, this is the, where you can say it like it is and you're going to get honest feedback. She's the greatest player, female player that ever lived. Then the lady said to me, I don't remember which one, but she said, why did you say woman? Why didn't you just say the greatest, you know, tennis player that ever lived? And so then I felt the need. Um, however, unfortunately, I'm probably probably to defend myself. I don't know. Just say what I really felt. I mean, which 
is about what I think she would be. I think you're referring to the fact that I said she'd be about 700 in the world. Yeah. Right. I've got a solution, Gail, though, because I know that you're friendly with Serena, and I, I think I, at least I, until I'm yesterday, the I was... Table I'm right now. I'm yes. just waiting. Would wait. you like to apologize? Uh, no. Um, no, but I, 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 the, yeah. offer. The, the offer is this, that, because it seems that, that very like end is the, yeah. would, would you like to apologize? Uh, no, <laughs> that's the pure brutal honesty of McEnroe that we, I mean, we've all come and grown to love, but I, I agree that he, there's no need to apologize. Yeah. And if it was something, if he meant it with, uh, you know, with mean intentions, if he had malice, you know, intentions, yeah. then obviously he would need to apologize. But he truly didn't mean it. Was it was just honesty. No, it was pure honesty, and it wasn't anything that was overly offensive or anything like that. So, Dick, you're, you're quiet over there. When you're, you got a smirk on your face. Well, what's, what's funny is I'm reading the full blow-up, and uh, this is one thing I love about Twitter is these superstars have Twitter. <laughs> and so, of course, she's probably going to be asked all these things. And she wrote back, and it was like she brought in her baby. Yeah. That's really weird to me. Why? Why? Because well, no. it has nothing to do with your yeah, baby. Yeah, that has nothing to, I agree. I'm right there with you. And, and what's, what's funny is, so this is what she's quoted on Twitter. She says, Dear John, I adore and respect you, but please, please, please keep me out of your statements that are not factually based. I've never played anyone ranked there, nor do I have time. Respect me and my privacy as I'm trying to have a baby. Good yeah. day, sir. I will. To me, that's really odd. <laughs> I, a little bit, yeah. I mean, th to bring the I baby mean, into well, it? Well, what's weird to me is why can't another tennis player who's arguably like one of the most influential tennis players have a have an opinion about tennis? Yeah, I well, mean, because I, I mean that is his job right now. I as mean, a tennis analyst. Yeah, so, so I mean, gonna, he can. And I guess she doesn't the, want to bring it. She, she doesn't want to be brought into the headlines, into the limelight with uh, with the whole baby thing going. With on. her I, being the greatest uh, female athlete, I yeah. mean, it, it's kind of it's just surprising me. No one's focusing on that comment because to me, that's a great comment. I think it's almost kind of like a false modesty too. It's like, oh, don't don't bring me into this. Yeah, I've got my, I've, I've I've got my if, baby. If you were her, you'd be like, thanks for th regarding me as one of the best female tennis players coming from someone like you. Yeah, and he, I mean, he he is, I mean, he is a very good tennis player. He's done great commentations for all the majors. Well, doesn't Serena have a background? What do you mean a background? With her and her sister challenging men. Ooh, I, not that I. I remember, I remember probably like five years ago that was the deal, because I know that what's funny, and this is another another issue with soccer, is the argument about the women's soccer team and the men's soccer team. And a lot of people don't know this: is the United States female soccer team plays a men's team of fifteen to seventeen year olds. So younger for younger, and I think those teams they select one every year. Yeah. I think the men's team has beat the female team every year for the past like eight years. Oh, oh. really? Yeah. Well, I know at like school, like even like like varsity girls will play like JV guys, but usually the girls win. But I don't know if that's the case with that. I don't know. That's it's it's a, it's a development thing. It's really hypothetical. A lot of the time, it's a natural factor. If you the way I would I would put it is is yes, Serena Williams has the best resume in the world, but if you took her and you put her up against you know bigger stronger men take a wrestler take a take a collegiate wrestler who wrestles at 140 he's the world's best wrestler take him and place him against you know 1000th rank 260 pounder that wrestles at 260 oh, no well, I, I, I just meant more of just a comparison of them trying it 
I uh, yeah. Because to me, it's like you know, Serena clearly said I haven't been ranked before compared to what you're ranking me on on stats. So yeah. don't comment on it because it's. But then again, like I, I would they ever play? Well, I don't know. No, they wouldn't. So uh, just let you know, the FC Dallas under fifteen squad beat the women's national team in a scrimmage for preparation for uh, friendlies against other. But I think that's good. I think that's Wait, good. FC prep. Dallas. Yeah, they, they have. Oh. Yeah, they're script like they have mm-hmm. under like fifteen, seventeen, and nineteen. I think each yeah. most MLS soccer teams have like camps, basically. Yeah. So, and I think that's good practice for the women too. Oh I mean, yeah, no, it's it's necessary. Yeah, I think it's good. So that's but, why they're the best female soccer team in the, the world. world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we compare them to the men's soccer team so much. I, I guess. Well, you know, they tried to do that. We can talk about this on another episode about them yeah. suing the. Uh, yeah. They sued the, basically our FIFA organization because the men were getting paid more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they so. won, right? Or is it the girls? No, the girls lost. Oh no. Yeah. Oh, we'll have to discuss that next time then, because that's really interesting. I didn't. I never heard the conclusion of that. I thought I just assumed they won, because of equal rights in this country, but. Well, no. What it, what it did is actually exposed how much money they really make, and now because they had that's what they argued was like yeah. you know because basically what it is they argued that we need to get paid more, we bring more attention, but then they brought the statistics, actual statistics, like how much money does the men's national team bring, how much money does the women's national team bring, and then yeah. that's when you get kind of caught out in this gray area where you're like, oh uh, well, maybe we shouldn't be paying you that much at all. So, <laughs> well, I think you see the sim a very similar problem in the collegiate level too with uh, paying college athletes mm-hmm. and trying to justify paying sports and athletes that you know don't bring in any money, but you know everybody gets their money from football and baseball. Mm-hmm. So, all right, guys, thank you so much for listening to Jake from Sports Talk here on Lone Star Community Radio. Guys, don't forget, go join me. Go follow me on uh, Facebook, YouTube, uh, Jake from Sports Talk, Google Play, iTunes, all that good stuff. Jaden, thanks so much for joining me no today. No problem, man. man. I, I, liked, I liked having a, a, a clown to bounce ideas <laughs> off of. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All right, guys, tune in next week. Don't forget, every Wednesday from 1 to 2 p.m. here on Lone Star Community Radio, 104.5, 106.1, and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Thanks for checking out this podcast of Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. If you enjoyed this recording, make sure to check out our past shows online at IRLoneStar.com or their respected video or podcast formats on YouTube, Google Play, or iTunes. If you have any questions regarding the show, either it being about sponsorships or questions for the host, contact the station manager at D-I-C-K at IRLoneStar.com or call the station at 936 647 3776. This show was recorded in downtown Conroe, Texas at the Lone Star Community Radio Studio. And Lone Star Community Radio reserves all rights to this recording and images.